Hi everyone, we are the Renegades. Welcome to episode 14 of the FPL Renegades podcast. We're recording on Tuesday the 19th of February. My name is Drew and as always I'm joined by my good pal Willie. How are you Willie? I'm a good farm Drew, thank God. Cool, ready to go. So tonight we're here to talk about chips. Chips, I love chips Drew. I know you do (laughs) and we're going to try our best to help people navigate through this tricky period that is coming up we'll give it a shot anyway and i suppose it starts in game week 27 really between 27 and 35 we're gonna encounter is it two double game weeks and three Three, blanks three blanks two doubles three blanks yeah yeah and how you plan now and how you set up your team and how you use your chips will have a great bearing on your overall rank at the end of the season definitely yeah so it's definitely worth uh having a look putting a bit of kind of planning and preparation yeah put a bit of work into either some strategies yourself or even <coughs> just listen or read to other people's yeah. and find out which one suits your team yeah because i think that's the important thing we're going to talk about maybe three or four different ways of attacking these weeks but they're not all going to suit everybody's teams no, you look through the different strategies and you'll see what suits you and you just have to go with that and if they're not going to suit everybody. But no, it depends how your team's set up at the minute, what chips you have left. Uh, some people don't have all their chips at the minute, you know. <laughs> some people don't have know, all their chips, right? As you know, only too well. So we're going to give it a go. But before we get into the nitty gritty of the strategy, I have a few broader chip questions to ask you, as soon as you said chip you love questions. chips. Yeah, right. Let's Number one. This. What is your favourite chipped goal in the Premier League era? Do this, you have one? Have a good uh, think now. One by a mile. I don't even need to think about this. <laughs> is it Villa? Uh, absolutely glorious. Is it Villa? Cuffy Villa is actually not. This is how much I hate United. It's Philippe Albert to make it 5-0 for Newcastle <laughs> against United. What a goal. Absolutely glorious. You're a horrible man, so you are. There's, just, there's something lovely about a good... Uh, Chipped goal though, isn't there? Just uh, some other good ones in the there. The audacity, the technique, the vision that you need to do it. Like, oh, it's just I couldn't see you lobbing anyone. No, I don't think no. I've ever scored a goal like that. But yeah, some class ones, like first ones that come to my mind is Cantona. Oh, um, legend. Was that the one where he did it and then he put the collar up yeah. and just looked that? He has a couple. There was one uh, against Sheffield United, but yeah. I think there was an even better one against Sunderland, the one yeah. you were talking about. That's that was amazing. Quality. Uh, Celebration was, was even better. Even Di Maria, the only what? good, the only good thing he did in the United jersey. Do you remember that goal he scored? And no. we all thought he was going to be amazing. No. Where he did a one-two at Rooney, and then he kind of scooped it over the keeper. Vaguely, Matt Letizia, Rubinho came in. I think his first goal was a little chip. Barkamp, we have your man that you said. Oh, you have him on the list, do you? Philippe Valbert. Yeah, I was just thinking off the top of my head, and look at this guy here. You usually think you need like someone who has. Really good techers to when did pull he off score a, a chip? chip? John O'Shea scored one of the best chips you'll ever see on his <laughs> bad foot. Did he? Yeah. And once he put it into the net, he kind of turned around and just shrugged as if like, how did I do that? Legend. He didn't know. Ah, I love Shazy. And then legend. I found one Villa man. You found one Villa man. That could be one of the greatest goals in Premier League history. Yeah, the first season of the Premier League. I think we'll let you talk about Villa because we're talking about chips. This was an absolutely beautiful goal against Wimbledon. I think he went through. Seven, eight players threw a goal and chipped it over the keeper. Yeah. It was an absolute worldly. Now, at this stage, I'd say at least half of our listeners, maybe two of the four have turned (laughs) off because they're like, we tuned in to find out what do we do with our chips and these idiots are like 
talking about something completely different. But uh, that's just how we roll, isn't it? Yeah. But, that's uh, how we roll. So question two. What is the difference, if any, between a lob and a chip? Now, I don't know if there is an answer or... Um, I don't think? know. Well, I don't know. This is this is the right answer to me. When I when I think of a lob, I'm thinking of Beck's goal from the halfway line or something from outside Against of the Wimbledon. box. Yeah. yeah. When I think of a chip, I'm thinking of Michael Owen through on goal and a little dink over the keeper as he goes to the ground. Or the one thing I'm thinking of is uh, one of my all-time heroes, Dwight York. I used to take down little penalties. I remember one against Arsenal and he took a big run back and went to blast the ball. And then he just did a little chip down the middle and just made a show of the goal. He might have been David Seaman, was it? I don't know. It was a great goal, anyway. Like, yeah, like, I don't know if there's a right answer. When I think about it, I kind of think a lob is often when the ball's bouncing. Like, yeah. you know, you're not chipping it off the ground and over. It might be, like, on the half volley or the ball bounces and you just it's flip it over the keeper. Yeah. Or I definitely I think, I think distance I think, comes into it. I think a chip can be a lob, but I, I think, yeah... A, a log can be a chip, but I don't know if a chip can be a log. <laughs> Does that make sense? Not really, no. But, uh, do you know what I mean? I think distance and height has a lot to do with it. Like, definitely I think distance. if you're lobbing someone, the keeper is at, like standing up and can jump for a ball and still can't get to it. While if you're chipping someone, it can be just five foot up in the air and, and go in. Like. True. Some of the best chips are like, those ones on the edge of the box, like you said, yeah. Cantona, Dalianek, Billy Balbert, probably the best of the lot. That's more of a lob to me. I think it's often to do with the but trajectory that was, that as well. Was both. That was a, a chip from his like kind of moving. Yeah, like a chip with maybe it's to do with the like I said, the trajectory as well, the height. It yeah. goes like really. Do you remember uh, Karl Poborski's goal and was it year uh, ninety six? Ah, quality for that was a lob. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Who knows? Anyway, moving on to the the next question before everybody tunes out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, probably the most important one. What are the optimal type of chips to have with your dinner? That's a, a quality question. Yeah, and I ha- I was What's thinking like you have your standard French fries, you know, kind of skinny fries. Skinny fries. Yeah. If you're chunky chips, I like nice. a, a chunky chips. Nice. If you have a good sauce, they're nice. Sorry, you need a dip with them, don't you? Yeah. I like pepper sauce. Pepper sauce is good. I like pepper sauce. Pepper sauce with chips. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe I'm a bit weird. Steak and chips. Then you have your drenched in salt and vinegar chips that you get out of the chipper. I yeah, don't know what. No, no, they call that in England a chip shop or something, or I don't know. Chipper sauce, so anyway. It's Italian chippers here, isn't it? Yeah, maybe sweet potato fries. Have you got what's your I favorite? Have, I just I didn't have to think too hard about this. So my favorite, I don't know. This just makes me sound a bit posh. I'm from the country, so it's not at all. But uh, potato, potato bravas with garlic aioli. Any little kind of hints of being posh uh, just uh, yeah, ruined yeah. by your pronunciation of potatoes bravas. <laughs> yeah, oh savage. Nice, love a bit of garlic aioli. So yeah, yeah. So I was happy, is it true? Tapas, yeah. yeah. So they have a that lot of tapas in the country. <laughs> That'd definitely be mine, then, yeah. Very good. So now we have the the important chip questions out of the way. Will we talk a little bit about these FPL chips that everyone's uh, going crazy for? Those chips that I don't have too many of them remaining, but sure, let's talk anyway. So I was just having a, just save a thought for the most busy man in FPL, uh, Ben Crellin. This time of year, can you imagine how much traffic and how many people are looking at his Twitter or Sending them questions or DMs. Yeah, I don't know. He's somewhat rare, isn't he? He's on the ball. Like he was, he was putting out like new info mid FA Cup draw. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't think there'd be any. There, there'd be no uh, podcasts or stuff on Twitter. There'd be no double game week strategy without him, would there? It'd be a lot harder anyway. He does <laughs> yeah. make it very easy for you. Yeah. And his little uh, blurb on his page says something like, "I make spreadsheets to help people navigate the FPL schedule." And yeah. That's exactly that's what he does. Like those, and- 
So and people, very grateful. people flock to his page for it. Yeah. I don't know if it would make a very good Tinder profile if that was his little <laughs> tagline. He might not get too many matches. There was, there was people like us on it, Mike, but yeah. <laughs> He's swiping right for Ben. Yeah. I don't even know if it's right or left, to be honest. I missed the whole Tinder. I missed out, I missed out on the Tinder days. That's what happens when you're now like, you have to go to the sound house to grab a bird. <laughs> you're cutting off on a, a tangent <laughs> God, we talk some shite, don't we? Yeah, so we'll have a, a mini little break and we're going to come back and I promise we're going to fire straight into actual chips. Yeah. Let's get straight stuck into the actual chip strategies now. We've Let's uh, do this. kept yep. the people waiting long enough. Definitely. So I suppose it all depends on what chips you have left. So I'm going to talk about my strategies and I'm going to operate on the basis that everyone has either all of their chips or all of them except the triple captain. Triple captain. I think that's a good idea because I think the majority of people will be in that position. In that boat, yeah. yeah. And the sensible think, people anyway. Yeah. And like the triple captain, like I definitely wouldn't be incorporating that into my overall chip strategy at the minute because I think some people are trying to fit that in so much that they're diluting what they do with their bigger I wouldn't be too worried chips. about that at all. Like, the other chips are far more powerful. Yeah. And, and you know, if it all comes down to it, like, 32 is always, or 38, the last game week is always a massively high-scoring game week. Just stick it on someone then, yeah, like, if and you like, have it left. I think 36, I'm going to talk about it at the end of the podcast, I think, but 36, I think Liverpool are home to Huddersfield. You know, if you're yeah. stuck, you can just throw <laughs> it on them then. Yeah, and they're playing and, full in one the weeks as well. Yeah, we yeah. also have that to yeah. think about. Don't so, be worrying about that. Like we've all seen that using your uh, triple captain in a double game week isn't always a recipe for success. Well, definitely not if you pick Leroy Sané. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Some people are really uh, using that to plan their chip strategy and they might kind of be doing themselves harm by not using a bigger chip in a double game week. It's yeah. just what I'm kind of reading. So just for example, I've never really scored big with my triple captain chip. And... Mm. This year, I put it on Salah in a single game week. He got a goal and eight points. Like, it didn't work out terribly. Yeah, uh, but still only an extra eight points on, on a captain. Yeah, yeah, it could have been better. It could have been worse. Like, everyone wants to top themselves over Sané. I got three, so I got one. But I still only lost seven points on you, who was perfectly happy with it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's Mine was way better. I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> but do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? They're being deluded. I just remember a few years ago, um, Kane and happened. I still get slagged for this no it wasn't the double game week where no. Kane was sick uh, yeah. one of the first times I used my triple captain I used it on Kane in a single game week and uh, Spurs were after and this was back when you really didn't use it in a single game week yeah. you know it was uh, blasphemy so yeah. it, was, it was just you know, it's what idiots did yeah. but uh, Spurs were came, coming into that game and you know me I'll always do my research and check the form Spurs had won a game 5 nil. Yeah, Newcastle had lost their previous game 5 0. So, like, swing. when I seen Kane at home to Newcastle, what did what would you automatically think the score was going to be? Uh, Kane hat trick. Yeah, you'd think Three. like simple maths that it would have been 10 0. You just add <laughs> the two scores, and yeah. like I'd be a bit cautious, so I take a few goals yeah, off. 10 0 to Spurs. Um, how many of those are you going to say that Kane is involved in, even if you're being a pessimistic you're still going to say five or six so like you should have smashed it up i went from getting maybe a hundred points in my head <laughs> to getting he actually got two points uh, you know so. what i mean but the the triple captain i think is the 
the worst of all the chips in my view. It's not as bad as the old all out attack. What but, the uh, fuck was that? That was <laughs> negative chips. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, just for the chips that we have Space left, up. it's definitely yeah uh, the worst. And you know, you, me, people that use it for Aguero this year won't be saying that, yeah. but I do, I do agree with you. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Some people use it for Aguero. Some people use it for Sane. It's just one of those you don't know. And I do have a analogy. You know, I like my analogies. Yeah. So just say we're coming into a big game, Liverpool are home to Huddersfield. Big you game. can put the captain's armband on Salah, Firmino, Mane, or Milner. So these are all your four chips. And Milner is going to be the triple captain because on his day, he could score a penalty, he could get an assist, he could get three bonus, could get you a haul. Could get hauled off because he's such a bad fucking defender. Yeah, and but he's most balls for how many goals for Liverpool last year? But weeks. more than likely, he's going to be outscored by the other chips. Do you see where I'm going with this? Do, now? Do you know, by Salah, who might be your bench boost. Yeah. And and so on. Someone might Man be free getting, getting So, like we're saying, it's one of those chips that could go spectacularly well or spectacularly wrong. Near Isana. I just think the other three are a little bit more safer. And if you use them right, you should be okay. Yeah, if you play them smart, you, there's gains to be made. Anyway, in a roundabout way, all I was saying was I wouldn't use my triple captainship in my overall strategy. No. So let's get straight into one of the the chip strategies. And it seems to be the most popular one. And in my head, it's probably the most simple one. So we're going to use transfers from now until game week 31, which is a, a big blank to get ready for that if, game if week. Personally... If you if you have five players plus, I think this is the way to go. It just makes sense. If you have all your chips and you have five players that are going to be playing in 31, you're going to have five three transfers from now to 31. So you're easily going to get 10 or 11 yeah. players. And, and then we'll, everything's... Yeah, we'll talk about the pros and cons of that at the end. Yeah. So yeah, I know we, you're not as far as me. But that's probably because you can do it. I don't have this option anymore. But this, I do this, think it's the easiest. This is yeah, the easiest. And you know me, I just like whatever simple, whatever everyone all the yeah. No, no. Usually, I would slag you that you are a sheep, and you know, uh, I think this is the easiest. Just in a, I'll be able to sleep at night. I won't be overly thinking my moves. Like this one, just kind of fits seamlessly. Yeah, all of the moves kind of just fit in perfect order. It's stress free, isn't it? I, I think it kind of is. And look, if I do just get a lazy or can't really figure out something else I, at least i have this in my pocket like yeah. i'm kind of quite relaxed that i do think this is a grand yeah strategy but is it the best one but i don't know now we'll so, it's definitely the definitely from a logical the most, point, obvious. most sensible most obvious most logical yeah so you I use think. your transfers to get ready for blank game week 31 so you're bringing in players for 31 just to remind people it's bournemouth against newcastle burnley leicester west ham huddersfield Fulham, Liverpool. And now the, the new one, Everton, Chelsea. Is, exactly, so. yeah. yeah. And we'll come back to it again, but it's kind of starting to overlap a nice amount with game week 33. 33, yeah. So you're going to be, if, you, if you're bringing in these players between now and, and uh, 31, you're going to be covered for 31, and, and in turn, you're probably going to be yeah, covered for 33 so, as well with yeah. the FA Cup. But I, going right I digress. I'll go back in chronological order. So then your next step is game week 32. Yeah. You're going to free hit for that, and I get to get the best. Is that possible. going to be the biggest double? That's going to be the biggest double, obviously. Like, and now there mightn't be as big as we thought in comparison, because a lot of the teams could go through for the the other double. The four Premiership teams could go through. And yeah. There might be a massive difference, but look, as as things stand, as we know, this is going to be the biggest double. So it's going to have the biggest ceiling of any 
game yeah, week. So you're you using a free hit. Points. You're effectively just picking a brand new team and getting your best 11 of the double game weekers. Yeah. So like you said, there's a, a very high ceiling for that chip in Most that definitely. week. Yeah. So then <coughs> week 33. I said we're going to, you're going to be covered for that. Yeah. Because you've got in a lot of the players for 31 that are going to be similar to 33. Yeah. And, and you might have one free transfer in between if you want to improve bulk it, it up yeah. again. Yeah. And then moving on to the, the big bit then, in 34, you're going to wildcard. And you're going to get in as many double game makers as possible for 35. Because what are you going to be doing in, 20, in 35, Drew? You'll be using your bench boost. Yeah. And trying to get in as many of those players as you can. Yeah. Now, so far, this all works out perfectly. And yeah. just the timeline of it is, like we said, it's stress-free. I don't think there's any big gaps where you're uh, you're struggling to field a decent team no, which, in each week. Which I will be, as we discussed. Yeah, which is one of the, the high points of it. Now, there yeah. are cons to it, which I'll talk about now in a little yeah. while. But um, I suppose let's start with pros. We'll, we'll start with the positive things. Yeah. I think it's pretty seamless and it flows really nicely. It, so. it just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it is easy. And like I said, I don't think you're ever kind of not covered for one of the weeks. Yeah. There's loads of overlapping teams now in 31 and 33, so yeah. that makes that easier. Yeah, uh, I can see like Bournemouth, West Ham, Burnley, Leicester, Liverpool, Huddersfield, Everton, Chelsea, and then one of Newcastle and Fulham, I think. Yeah, all play in 31 and 33. So, so there's so cool. much overlap there. Um, so no, there'll be no problem with 31. Don't worry about that at all. That'll be perfectly fine. If you're if you're going for teams for 31, you'll be perfectly fine for 33. Yeah. So then you're using your most powerful chips for the double game weeks, which probably should have a higher ceiling. They definitely, yeah, they do. That's, that's what I said at the top of the air. But as I'm wildcard, and I'm going to concentrate on the double game weeks rather than the blank because there's where the most points are, are available. So similar kind of thinking. Yeah. And then finally, in my head, the blank game weeks should be pretty low scoring. I just, in my head, it might be a little bit of a waste to use your free hit in 31 when there's just five games. And there's a lot of... Liverpool are one of them. So, like, everyone's going to have three Liverpool Yeah, so Liverpool, everyone's going to be Captain Salah and yeah. they're going to have Liverpool defence. They're going to probably have Robbo. And you could get in a couple you from could Leicester, get in a, a couple in. from West yeah, Ham. Leicester, maybe have three West Ham and Huddersfield. So you probably think three West Ham as well. Mike and just says... Bournemouth as well, maybe. To use your free hit in 31 might be a waste, which is a positive for this strategy. Yeah. We'll come on to the yeah. other strategy That's later. A good point. Yeah. Then the cons, you're are you filling up your squad with duds and you're just keeping duds? So you're, you're filling up your squad with a lot of lower league, Premier League teams, which is it's definitely a negative. But the only thing that you're you you're you're really dead ending your team from 31, aren't you? So you're not yeah. you're not going to be stuck with these players for, till the end of the season. So I suppose you have to look at it like that. But That's want, a good point. Yeah, it is a good point, but still, isn't it sick getting in all these very average players and, it's and taking not, out Wolves assets and United assets? It's so. not even the filling up your squad with duds. You know what would kill me? No. It's keeping duds. Yeah. Like, until yesterday, I had no interest in keeping the likes of Richarlison. Yeah, now Richarlison. And now is yeah. he just worming his way back oh. into our teams? Oh, you just don't want to keep that prick, do you? No, no. So, find any other strategy. You're also going to be losing a lot of team value. Yeah, and especially people that got like I know I got that already in for four point four. It's not going to affect me because I'm not wildcarding. But like, what do you use for over five now? Yeah, himself, Jimenez, uh, pa- Pogba, and Rashford have just exploded. Like since they've got to get the goals, they've went up so much. Yeah, value. and usually I'm not too fussed on team value. I don't think it should kind of make and break most of your but decisions. When you're but not going to be a million huge, a player, but it's going to be huge now if you're planning on using your wildcard and free yeah. hit 
Like it could be one afterwards. Five, one point five million on four or five players. Yeah, like using your second wild card and your free hit are the times when you want as high a team value as you can. Most definitely. And you don't want like these lads <coughs> in your mini league being able to outgun you because you've just like you said dead ended your team and uh, yeah for thirty one yeah. and, and thirty three. Another thing that this is one of my main reasons for going with my strategy, which we'll talk later. But if you play in thirty two, if you play your blank game week in the double. You can't bench boost in that week because you can't use two chips yeah. in one week. And if that's the biggest game week with the highest ceiling, wouldn't it be nice to have like say 12, 13 double game weekers and maybe one or two Liverpool like and just absolutely smash it and maximize the points? So it just you you don't have that option. That's probably the the main negative with that strategy. Yeah, that, that I can see. My final worry would be. Are you going to miss out on a lot of points or players that might haul? So you're going to be getting rid of probably some premium players to get in all these duds. Like, like Man City have lovely fixtures between they do, yeah. And 28 K- and Kane, Kane is back 30, in full training you know yeah. as well. And Tottenham's fixtures aren't great on paper, but they're probably not too bad when you look at the actual form of the yeah. teams. I think they're playing Arsenal and Arsenal. Chelsea. Yeah, which isn't too like bad. You kind of see them and they're probably red. But do you want to not have them in your team and other people, they score two goals and then you're like... Exactly. Yeah. I think I'd rather have the three City players. United have a couple of nice fixtures in that run. It's just, uh, I think people who are a little bit more... Like, are they more risk averse by doing this? They they might just exploit yeah, you think those strategically points. it makes so much sense, but like... When you look at like I don't know I don't know if I'd want to be getting rid of all oh, all the assets we spent all season to get in all the value the United assets the City assets the Spurs assets the Wolves assets yeah and we're just getting rid of them to get them back in on wildcard like it's yeah so while I thought this strategy was a no brainer when I was first thinking of uh, the chip strategies yeah. I'm starting to really think about it and trying to find other options other options. but I do think. It's probably the standard go to option. <coughs> yeah, I think if, if you have all your chips, 50% of people are going to be doing this. So, cool. So, we'll just take another small break and we will come back with strategy two. Yep. The next, uh, I suppose, more popular strategy that people might be using is to use the free hit in 31. Now, to do that, you're going to have to start planning now and use your transfers to get in as many double game weekers as you get can your, for 32. Yeah. So th- that's how you're going to use your, your free transfers I, now. I, I think maybe some people might only have three or four players for, for 31, and this is probably the best option for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're going to, like we said, use your transfers, get in all the big guns for 32, and then you're going to use your free hit in 31. When there's only five games, you're going to have the pick of the bunch. You can pick the best possible team you can. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to outscore the lads who only have eight or nine players who or who haven't you're, paid much attention yeah, to this. Yeah, you're getting in a lot of lads with very average teams. It's, it's, I, to me, it's not a bad plan. You're getting in like... Born McBurney, Liverpool, you're getting West Ham in against Huddersfield. Like there's some nice pictures. Yes, yeah, it's not bad. I don't know. Like I know they're everyone's saying oh they're, they're they're crap teams and they're they're not that's not a great week to free hit. But the other side of it is if you get them in this week as a once off, you don't have to have them for the rest of the, the exactly, season and you're yeah. gonna have them for a week when they have really nice fixtures. Yeah. So 
So then you'll have used your free transfers, <coughs> getting in all the guys for 32. So then yeah. you bench boost in 32. That's a massive advantage of this strategy. If you do a free hit in 32, you don't have your bench boost. But as I said, you can just totally maximize this. It's all about the doubles, isn't it? You're really concentrating so. those, kind of maximize the doubles. If you can use your bench boost, then you can you, you could get an extra 20 or 30 points if you've got like like you could you've still you've still got like I don't know how many how many double players have you got for for thirty two at the moment. I haven't even looked. I need yeah. to. To be honest, I haven't uh, finalized which strategy I'm going to use. Yeah, need, need. Um, I'm going to spend the next few days doing it. But 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 you'd imagine like if you've quite a templated team, you're going to have people like Aguero, Pogba, Rashford, Doherty, Jimenez, Son. People like that, like they're all. You're going to have eight or nine double game makers if you've the template team that the majority of us have. Yeah, and you're by by um you double by bringing in players for double game week thirty two. You also have an extra week of transfers, so you're going to have six free transfers as well, minimum to bring yeah. in extras. It's That's so it's not going point. to be too hard to have like thir- thirteen and fourteen players and Salah. Or definitely, definitely like twelve and Salah is 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 very very feasible. Yeah, without any stress. If you're comparing yourself directly with, say, the people who are using strategy one, which we just talked about, yeah, you're definitely you're gonna outdo them in thirty one. Yeah, because you're free headed, and you're gonna outdo them in thirty two. I think. Yeah, and do you? I think it's not a a popular opinion, but as you say, you're you're probably gonna outdo them before that as well, are you? From from twenty seven to thirty. Yeah, because you're not filling your team up with duds. You just have all the lower league players. Yeah, you have all the big guns in the meantime. So uh, I always thought I'd be against strategy one. Yeah, me too. Seems okay. I I wild with strategy one in mind, (laughs) so like this my season's totally fucked. Like, but we won't worry about about Willie. So then. Not worried about you at all, my friend. You've made your bed. Yeah. So thirty-three. Are we going to be a little bit screwed? Is <coughs> Look, that is? You know, there's obviously going to have to be a downside to each strategy. You're going to have to take downside? This thirty-three is most definitely the downside. But look, you're going to be screwed. But I do think there's a way that you could have eight, nine, ten players. Look, I'm looking at this. You're going to have a lot of Liverpool players on your bench. Have Liverpool got a Southampton at home? Yeah. So you have Salah, you have your, your Liverpool players, and then you're going to have what I was looking at. If you bring in Arsenal and Southampton, Arsenal and Southampton have double game weeks in 32, but they also have a game in 33 when everyone has a blank. So they could be really important. So you have your main guys like Kalasinic, Aubameyang, and, or Lacazette, whatever. And, but then you have your enablers, like people like Redmond and Ward Prowse and stuff, who like Bednarak. Benrack, obviously, I have him anyway on my team, but like Hoiberg, he's Hi- my new Hiberg. favorite player now. Did Hiberg. you see him on match of the day a few weeks ago? Yeah, uh, they got beat by Cardiff. Yeah, just they didn't deserve to be bet and die in seconds. They got beat, and he was on match of the day, and he was absolutely miserable. Yeah, and then at the end, he just sounded like a bad guy out of like, <laughs> Taken or something like yeah. one of those Eastern Russian, Russian guys, Eastern yeah. European guys. Europe, he just yeah. his last thing he said was like. One thing is for sure, I will not be going down with Southampton. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, Jesus. Yeah, so you know he's going to be putting in a I shit was actually anyway. delighted with him. I was like, ah, fair fucks to him. Like, yeah. showing a bit of passion. Or does yeah. he mean he's just going to lose? Leave no, I thought he get relegated. came across well. Or I, I doubt that. But another thing I said, so Arsenal are massive to me. And Arsenal even. Arsenal have a great fixture in 27. So Arsenal have Southampton in 27. Newcastle at home, Wolves away in the double game week. And then Everton away in 33. So if you're going at this strategy, you'll be just... 
all in on Arsenal. You'd be trying to get three Arsenal in. Maybe a couple of stuff happened. Another thing I just wanted to mention was Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace got Watford away in the FA Cup quarterfinals. So according to the bookies, they're they're likely to go out. So then you'd have them. They would also have a double in 32 and a game in 33. So I, I think it's Close possible. One though, isn't it, that one? Yeah. That's it's 50-50. Like, I couldn't call it. It's 50-50, but I have James Hopkins and I, and I might take a risk on getting another Palace guy in. But it's like, it's... it's I don't, I don't know. I think... Starting to get be a bit sold towards this one. I'd be confident enough. I'd be confident enough that it's easy enough that you could have eight or nine players for thirty three, which it could be grand that on the scale. Be fine, yeah, it? I think it'd be fine. That's getting too straight. What's the point of having eleven? Like we've seen the point of having eleven. We were trying for ages to get Richardson and Dina into that. That was it. What game week was that with the? Remember when City and Everton had the doubles? Yeah, and like you got absolutely nothing out of What's the point having just... That's what I was going to say. Like you could have 11, but your additional two, three players could all get one to two points What's each. the point having a goalkeeper with a low ceiling or a defender with a low ceiling who like, if you're lucky, they might get an extra two points. Like, what's yeah. the difference between having nine and 11? Sorry, now to go off on a tangent. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, like you're getting stuck into that theory well and <laughs> selling it. No, I actually quite like it and I didn't think I would. Just, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter making free hit teams. And can I just say, like, this might sound really obvious. You don't need strong players on your bench when you're free hitting. No, like, you need you just go for the them, absolute yeah. dregs. You need to just get the premiums in, don't you? And just I, I've make seen up for guys with, like, Casper uh, Schmeichel and Dubravka as their goalies. Five million goalies. Yeah, and it's like, there's absolutely no need to spend money on a sub-goalie. Goalies Maybe, if you want to be safe, yeah. have one playing sub do you know I think so worst comes to the worst just maximise your starting 11 like it's not I would have thought so yeah. anyway so anyway moving on 33 is probably the downside but like you said but there's going to be easily avoidable no, nobody's going to be going oh my one aim in the last 10 game weeks of the season is to absolutely annihilate game week yeah. just, it's going to be a low scoring game week so don't be too, too so worried about for 34 it. we're going to be wildcarding now I know you're going to be slightly different but those of us yeah. with the chips you'll be yeah. wildcarding in 34 you're bringing in all the boys for 35, yeah. the double game 35, so You'd be really concentrating. Uh, we'll know at this stage, but obviously... Yeah. Uh, That's Wolves, another great thing. You have all the info. You have all the info. And as we know anyway, Wolves and Man United is going to be a double. So all them really important, really valuable players that we already have, we're going to be um, having for 35. And City has Swansea. And can I just say this now? There's absolutely zero... <laughs> There's more chance, I don't know, there's more chance of fucking Dundalk beating City than, than Swansea. Swansea are absolutely terrible. They're in financial strife. All the players want to move. And I was ridiculously shocked that the, 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 that Brentford didn't beat them in the FA Cup. So Okay, so so far this has gone very smoothly, maybe a little bit too smoothly. Yeah. So we get to 35, you've all your double game weekers, but your bench boost has gone in 32. So yeah. that's where you're kind of at a disadvantage compared to the boys and boys and girls, sorry, in strategy one. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. But would some people have their triple captain left and they could play in, in 35? Some people would, yeah. Yeah, because you wouldn't have played on the other ship. So that's actually, if you had your triple captain, this could definitely be the route to go. Yeah, I exactly. It, yeah, I, 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 me or you don't have that luxury, but... Uh, no. Certain people would. Gone. Yeah. A lot of people do. A lot of people have just held on to their chips. Yeah. Some people are holding on to them for dear life. Yeah. I've seen some people talking about uh, don't follow the crowd, don't just use your chips now in these weeks because other people are. But yeah. you, you have to. They're the only weeks yeah. to use them. Yeah. I, I didn't know. really get that point. No. It was kind of just trying to be different for I the sake of it. Fucking use them. But yeah, you, you hold on to your chips all you want. Yeah. I don't know. And then 
I suppose that's the end of that, Terry. And yeah. I think there's definitely there's pros and cons of both. Of both, both, yeah. both. I need to sit down and have a look. <coughs> and look. I always thought in my head I'd be a, a bigger fan of Strategy 1. I just think Strategy 2 is a little less safe, but there's more of a... There's a higher ceiling and there's there a better it. chance of scoring bigger points, I think. Look, look, your strategy depends. As I said, it depends on your current team, how many players you could have for 31, how many players you ha- you could have for the double game week 32. But I don't know. Everyone's going to be different, aren't they, Drew? And it's just how your brain works and what you feel more comfortable with. And as I said, bringing in Everton and Chelsea assets at the moment, that just doesn't appeal to me now. I don't oh, know no. if that's... I'm just not thinking straight, but that's the way I'm, I'm feeling. Now, all this strategy is very tiring, so I'm going to take yet another yeah, break. Yeah, another break. But when we come back, we're going to deal with those people who have used more chips than others, <laughs> and you're going to help save their seasons. Save my own yeah. season. <laughs> cool. Now we've come to the main attraction. What everyone is tuned in for. Willie is gonna tell Willie is fucked. <laughs> all you poor souls who have already used your second wildcard, how are you gonna navigate the blanks and doubles? Over to you, son. Well, right, I'm gonna give it a shot anyway. Look, what did I I wildcard five or six weeks ago and I planned for a certain strategy. I talked us through it for about forty five minutes. And I'm going to go through what that was, but I've actually changed another strategy. So, like, my season is just complete fucking disaster. But anyway, so... But can I, we just set the scene in a little bit more then? You've, you've kind of built it up a little bit. Yeah. You've used your second wildcard, so you don't have that. No. You've used your triple captain, which... Near I think is no big deal, but, like... It is when you get three points for it, true. I know, but forget about that. Like, going forwards, it's not a huge one to not have. Yeah. So without those two chips, how are you going to get through the blanks and doubles? How am I going to get through it? Right. So as I said, originally, wildcarded five or six weeks ago, my original plan was that I'd <coughs> have my three Liverpool players for 31. I'd prepare for the blank game week 31 and the blank game week 33. Right. At the moment, I have six players. So to reach 11 for 31, it'd actually be okay. I have five free transfers, so I'd get 11. But the problem is that two of them players are Everton players. Richarlison, who I hate his guts. You told me and he was dead to you and he was gone no matter he, what. <laughs> and he will be. Just, <laughs> but um, And the other one is Lucas Dean, who I like, but I don't know. The other thing is, like, it's not only that I have to keep these Everton players, I have to bring Chelsea assets in. And oh, I really don't. like. I wildcarded to get rid of my Chelsea assets. I don't want to be bringing them back in. Anyway, so my original plan was prepare for 31 and 33. I said I can reach 11 for 31. So I'd free hit in the double game week 32, which would be fine. I'd have a good double game week 32 team. I'd bench boost then in the double game week 35. But <clears throat> this would be compromised because I, would have brought, I wouldn't have that many double game week players. But the way I was looking at it is uh, Liverpool and Bournemouth both have good fixtures. So Liverpool would have, uh, I think they have Cardiff, I'm not sure if it's home or away, and Bournemouth have Fulham at home. So I'd have been bringing these kind of players in and I'd have a few single game week players who I think could match the double game week players. Okay. And then <clears throat> for um, game week 35, so I'd be, I'd be bringing my players in, my free transfers, 32, 33, 34, 35. And I'd be keeping double game weekers <clears throat> on the bench. So I could have maybe seven or eight come 35, no more than that. And I'd be using my bench boost. 
then I was thinking, like, why would I use my bench boost when I only have six or seven double game week players in a compromised game week? So I was like, feck all that. We'll look at another completely different strategy. And the last week or two, I've went through this and this is so where... You've just blabbered on for nothing there. I, I told the, the listeners <laughs> why I wildcarded six weeks ago to plan for this strategy that I'm I'm not going to do anymore. Right. So, will we go through my actual strategy and what I'm going to do for the double? That doubles? would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. Rather than what you're not going to do, but yeah. No, but this, this is what lots of people are going to do that don't have their wild card. So I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, okay. Right. So this just makes more sense to me, and it's... it's <laughs> fuck off, Drew. Right. So my plan now is to build my team to plan for double game week 32. So I can, I can invest in Man City, Man United, and Spurs rather than Everton and Chelsea's. Chelsea, they're just teams I just don't trust. And all the lower, lower league teams that have a hit for 31... To have the, the free game in 31 or yep. your Burnley, Bournemouth, Leicester, all these so guys. Screw yeah. all those. Yeah, guys. as I said, lots of strong teams have progressed to the FA Cup quarterfinals. So I think I might as well just stick with these guys. So I'm going to get get them guys in for double game week 32. So I'm going to be absolutely fucked for the for 31. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to free hit in 31. I'm going to have the best possible starting 11. Um, it's going to be the biggest blank game week of the season and I'll be, I'll be sorted for that. I'll bring in my three West Ham. I'll bring in my who else has 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 good fixtures. All the teams that have good fixtures and that I think I might bring in a few Barney players, a few Leicester players, a few. Um, you bring in the likes of Hazard and Higuain or David Luiz or will you Chelsea away? I, I don't know. I don't have to think about that now, do yeah. I? I can just I can just the only upside of that is you're getting them in for one game and then they're yeah. gone. So I probably I don't know I'd be quite impressed by Higuain. I might bring in Higuain and Chance Hazard, but after that I won't be bringing in Alonso or anyway or any of them boys. Anyway, yeah. So then <coughs> you'd be getting kicked uh, off the pod if you bring in Alonso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. getting your P forty five. He was at fault again for the goal there. You know, I don't know what's happened to that guy. You just get him out of the team. I think he was like, always that yeah. bad. He just kind of masked it with his attack attacking appearance. Yeah. So. <coughs> As I said, I'm going to have no problems for the double game week. As it stands, I have eight double game weekers. So I've, uh, Alex, I have um, eight eight double game weekers in my team, and they are so I've Camarasa, Aguero, Pogba, Rashford, Benrahim, Doherty, Tompkins, and Son. And I'm going to have six free transfers as well, and I probably want to keep Salah. So I'm going to have no problem getting to thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. So that's my and 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 because I haven't done my free hit in the double game week, I can do my bench boost. So I'm really going to maximise my points. Maximise in 32, my is it? I'm going to bench boost in 32 in the double game week. So it allows me to bench boost in 32. It's the biggest double game week season with the biggest ceiling of the season. I can maximise points with the bench boost, hopefully. So um, <clears throat> by investing in the double game week 32 players, I'm likely to have lots of uh, double game weekers for 35. We know that Wolves United is already a blank, so I can keep that in mind. And as I said before, City and Swansea, that's already a blank. Don't worry about that, lads. See, you've absolutely no. <laughs> but they really don't. Swansea are shocking. None the play- all the players want to move. They'll be all gone this summer. Just what have you got against Swansea? Like you got <coughs> Tammy Abraham. Uh, we we didn't Did have you know? Leroy Fair. He failed a medical. Oh. Actually, supposed to move. They're trying to get rid of all the players. Swansea genuinely, they're just an, they're an absolute joke. So they are, and just really, just, I I don't know. I think City could put five or six past them. Anyway, so that's my my double sorted. Look. I'm going to be stuck with my this core team to 38. 
So I want players from the premium teams. Look, I wish I had luxury to wildcard, but unfortunately I don't. You can get your players in from 31 and then get them the fuck out of your team. Because you don't want all them guys that, that, that you need for 31. You don't want them till the end of the season, do you? No, not at all. That's yeah. why I was kind of happy to... Yeah. So, like... Free hit you're even 32 consider, consider, and yeah. wildcard 34. So you can see that I, I really don't have a choice. So I have to get in these... You had a choice not to use your second wildcard like an absolute dope, but go on. Yeah, anyway. So, look, for me, the problem, it, it really is 33. So I need to keep an eye on that. But a few things that have really come to, to the last few game weeks have really come to a head after this set. Uh, these uh, FA Cup draws and all these other things that have come in. Arsenal and Southampton, I've mentioned before, double game week 32, blank 33. To me, that's absolutely massive. I'll be getting in three Arsenal. I might even get in two, two Southampton players, different. I have Bednarak. I'll probably get in a Ward Prowse or a Redmond. You get in and, and people are like, no, I won't get in Southampton. People are like, why get in Southampton? But like, can do every bit as what was it? A, a, a Ward Prowse or a Redmond is going to do as much as Richarlison. So just. Uh, a lot more than yeah. Charles. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I'll finally I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. And, uh, the two boys are in great form at the minute. Yeah. Whereas Charleston is just, as you okay. always say, he's fallen off a cliff. Oh, he's just he's fallen off a cliff. And as I said, I'm gonna have to take this risk. Wofford have Palace. You probably don't know what way that could go. I think it's I, an absolute coin flip. Fifty fifty. I have Tonkins already. I might even take a risk on getting another Palace guy in. So Palace will have a double in thirty two and have it. A high probability, I would say, of having a blank in 33. That's if they lose to Watford, is it? In 30... If they lose in the FA Cup quarterfinal to Watford. It's, I wouldn't say it's a high probability. That one just, to me, has... Well, it's not high probability. It's, it's penalties. Like, I think that's as close as you can get. Uh, no? Probably from a bookie's perspective, it's probably 65-35. Definitely over 60. So Do you know like, any bookies? I have to pay the percentage. Do I know any bookies? Yeah, but anyway... I'm just looking at the odds and I think there's a good chance that that, that could happen. Um, as I said, uh, look, I, I just think a, a double game with 32 to this blank 33, it's likely to be an easier transition to me and less hits than having single players for 33 and then trying to get in loads of double game weekers for 35 and then playing my bench boost when I only have five or six double game weekers after taking maybe a minus four or a minus eight. I don't, I don't know. To me, it just it it seems like the sensible option. Yeah, lads are gonna go crazy yeah. for hits just yeah. through this whole period, and like hopefully you'll just move up in yeah. rank by I not taking. I don't know if I'll move up in rank, but I'm hopefully I won't go down in rank. That's probably yeah. my. Can goal. I ask yeah. you what what's your rank now, roughly? My rank is not very good. It's fifty six k. Probably okay. it's good for a. Certain... And if your uh, chip strategy is a mighty success, what's the highest you? hope to be by the end of the season look be and, optimistic and a, now a bit, I'd be optimistic well. well, do you think you can get top 20k top 10k um, I think I think you can like go back on this I think I'll finish in the top 30k my goal is top 20k I really can't see myself doing any better than that but I really kind of messed up this season but if I come in the top 20k I'll be delighted I'll, I won't be delighted I'll be you'll be delighted from where you are now no. No, your yeah, chip okay. strategy will have been a success my chip strategy will be a success but I think my chip strategy is going to be a like, success I've yeah. gone the other way I'm kind of a bit more pessimistic yeah. the start of the se- not the start of the season halfway through the season I was doing very well and all my thoughts were on getting my dream three digit finish Yeah, and I was in there for a while but why are you taking the top 5k now? that's it like I don't know uh, I'm 11k now 
I'd probably take top 10k, which seems a bit... No, with all your chips, would you feck off? I know, but it's just the way the season's going, and... No, top 10k, a lot of people would, like, snap your hand off for that. Yeah. I wouldn't be one of them now. I often think, yeah, like, I'd rather be... Some people would say they'd be delighted with 50k. Like, yeah. I think there's no difference between 50k and 500k. Yeah. <laughs> in you, my you, head. You see me with my top 50 every season, and you know when you put it into, like, your overall rank, and my rank is actually... Even though I've never had a good finish, my rank is actually pretty decent because the way I play the game, not this year with the way I play, but normally... You went nuts this year. Yeah, I went absolutely <laughs> mental, but like I'm just guaranteed to be in top 50k every year, but I find it so hard to get into the top 20k even. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> to me, top 50k is really good. Yeah, I look, <laughs> top 5k maybe. But you see, you see people like uh, General and Jay, they're not going to get near the top 50k this year, and they're two of the best FPL players of all time, so, so know, you know, just, <laughs> we can't all have the consistency that I have, you know? No, but, uh, yeah, no, so anyway, what do you think of my strategy, Drew? I like that it is a strategy. I have a strategy, I have a plan. I like that you've thought it all through. A lot of people would have said, fuck it, I've played the wild card, the I've had a triple captain, I'll just go home and fucking... You've made... By far the best Fill up of a, a bad bat situation. Underneath for three minutes. <laughs> Sorry, it's just a bit carried away now. Yeah. Uh, after all this talk online about mental health and stuff, and <laughs> you're just talking of drowning yourself. Sorry, no, but like, there we go. We now only have one listener. <laughs> it was two. It's now one. Yeah. No, but but uh, no, I know what you mean. I think you've you've definitely thought it through. Uh, you made a great case for that strategy. And well, why not? What's the point in like being like an ostrich and going? Ah, yeah, it's fucked up. A few chips, it's kind of gone downhill. I'm gonna just stick my head in the sand and forget about it. I just think play the last what are we now, 27? Yeah, play the last 10, 11 weeks, try and move up in rank as much as you can. I think I said it before. If you think that your rank is unsalvageable, yeah, I don't mean you, I mean anyone else, just start experimenting for next season. That's just start doing. doing mad stuff, have a yeah. bit of fun. Yeah, no, I'm seriously now into next season now. I'm getting seriously into Ben spreadsheets. So. Yeah, it's gonna be serious, serious changes next season. Ben Crellin, the FPL man, or the Ben Crellin, the Tinder superstar, the Tinder superstar. Yeah, <laughs> loving the spreadsheet. I was like, to be honest, now can I just say something? I was like, what are all these agents doing paying Ben Crellin for a spreadsheet? But it's absolutely amazing. I'm delighted with it. It's not gonna help me this season, but next season, I'm telling you, quality. And I was like, the other people were like, oh, he's picking your team and stuff. Not at all. Like it's just, it's still all you. It's all your plan planning, and this is a bit of a background advertisement. <laughs> I don't mind that. I'm just thinking of you know those uh, like product placement ads where <laughs> yeah. it's like kind of you know buy our product and then they'll have all the the little uh, testimonials at the bottom. Yeah. And I can just imagine you at the bottom of Ben <laughs> Crellin's uh, Twitter page saying, "I always used to wonder what are all these idiots doing buying the spreadsheet." <laughs> yeah. And now I am one of these Egypts. Yeah, but do you see it here? It's quite impressive, isn't it? It looks class. Yeah, it looks but like... I'm not the one calling people Egypts. It has all these little blue dots, and you know, they're blanks. And then yeah. you could... Like, I used to always go three or four game weeks ahead. And I would still do that with paper. I'll look three or four, and that's what I'll think about. But now I can just swipe, and I can go... I can just go 20 game weeks ahead, just like that. It does look like a good resource, to be fair. I steady. And uh, I will be tagging Ben in yeah. this podcast, because yeah. he's been mentioned a lot. Yeah. Right, let's move on from our chip strategies yep. and talk about something a bit more fun. Definitely. We've gone through probably the two more popular chip strategies. We have. The two more obvious ones. You've gone through 
what you're going to do with no wild card in great detail in a lot of detail <laughs> so look there's a few more strategies out there and we're not a few more there's six seven eight there's, yeah there's, i'm not even going to go into them uh have a read on twitter listen to a few more podcasts just see what one works for you we've covered two of the bigger ones and also willie's one with Whenever no wild card so now if you're trying to decide which one to use I would actually advise build your optimal free hit team in 31 and go on to one of the websites that do projections. There's a few of them. We're using Scout. And <laughs> we are. You get money for that, no? <laughs> You're straight in there, so you are. Just build your optimal free hit 11 team. Now, I've just went in and made one in five minutes. And I have Fabianski, Ricardo Pereira, Robertson, David Luiz, Salah, Felipe Anderson, Ryan Fraser, Hazard, Firmino, Barnes, Higuain. A good, yeah. solid team. I'm sure someone can make a better one. I make a better one. I probably who has. I probably put another um, West Ham against Huddersfield. Who has more team, more team, more time than me? Yeah. But uh, that's not bad for for a two minute job. Literally. Two minute job. While you're supposed while to be on a podcast. The, while I was pouring those terrible pints that are now on Twitter, <laughs> they weren't. They look well. like fairy liquid. They still taste nice though. Yeah, but. Uh, that team, according to Scout, will give you 52.6 okay. points. Not amazing. And I always you're, you're beating the 50-point mark. Yeah, the projections are always a bit low for my liking. Yeah. So I've, I've gone in and just made a few changes to my current team. So four transfers, no hits, will get me nine players for game week 31. Mm-hmm. And they're all very similar. So it's Fabianski, Pereira, Steve Cook. He's a different Cookie. Uh, Robertson. Dina, Salah, Lippi Anderson, Richarlison, Richarlison, Firmino and Barnes. Now, the likes of Richarlison, Dina, I have in my team, so there's no point yeah. in swapping them no. out. Steve Cook is in my team for some reason. Cook A. But like, that's nine players, I think. One, two, three, four, five, six. And seven, I, I'm eight. getting there. Sorry, it's ten players. Ten players. There's probably fuck all of a difference, isn't there? 45 points, that's good. Yeah. So it's seven points in the <laughs> difference. So I'm yeah. just wondering, is it worth me using my free hit when I can just... No, I, I think you should go morph the into that team with a few transfers. I think you should go the sensible strategy. Hopefully, you, you might see that. Like I know, I'm still it's... leaning towards the other strategy. I just think there's more of an upside. Yeah, but look, that's something to look at. I think if you are wondering, maybe do go and do those projections. That's so a really good idea. we'll move on now and let's take a look at game week 27. On last week's pod, we said we were going to take a tentative look at them because we didn't really know. Yeah, exactly what was going on. Now we do know exactly who's playing. Uh, people aren't even really considering 27, are they? We're all just so into our strategy, yeah. chip strategy and what we're going to do going forward. That we're like, Do you think there's any inroads to be made or is it just a case of uh, treading water? What are you going to do? I said, how, I, how many players do you have, first of all? I've, I've 11 players at the moment and I have a free transfer, but one of them is Bednarek, Arsenal away. So I kind of like to improve on that. So look... At the moment, I have the captain on Son. So I, I, I have a couple of options. So as I said, I was, I was all about Arsenal last night. The game week 27, yeah. double in 32, and they have a, a game in blank game week 33 where a lot of teams don't. So at the moment, <clears throat> I'm thinking I'm looking at Kammer at Kalasnic for Lucas Dean. Uh, Dean doesn't have a fixture in 27. And... Kalasnic has Southampton at home, which looks like a great fixture. I think he had that game against Bay- ba- Bat Barisov. Did you watch that game? 
I didn't know. Arsenal were absolutely I don't watch football on Thursdays anymore since United won Thursday night football a few years ago. Yeah. Oh my God. But they were absolutely shocking. But do you know how many key passes Kalashnikov had in that game? You don't. Five. Seven key passes. Okay. Like against, like, and Arsenal were absolutely terrible. So it was just, it was just their best player going forward by a mile. It's a bunch of journeymen. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, they can't keep clean sheets. And I don't think they can keep clean sheets, but like, if you're going to keep clean sheet and it's not against Huddersfield, do they couldn't keep clean sheet against a class of scored on goal? But it wasn't an on goal. It was taken off him and it was given to the Huddersfield player. The Agony, was it? No, some guy I've never heard of. Some youngster. Oh. Just today. Oh, right. I didn't know that. I didn't but of course, that. FPL yeah. doesn't uh, redact the points, so anyway, we screwed either way. We regress. So I'm looking at uh, Kalasnich for Lucas Dean. Southampton at home, 27. Newcastle at home, Wolves away, 32. And then he has a, quite a decent fixture, Everton away, 33. So that's where I'm looking. But the other thing was my original plan was the hokey cokey Aguero out and a Bami Yang in for Southampton Ooh. at home and captain. But... I'm thinking this might be a little bit risky now because what happened only Lacazette got sent off against Bape Borisov. So it means that 72 hours earlier, Abamyang is going to start against Bape Borisov. They're 1-0 down. They have to they get a result. To they need to win that. So that means Lacazette is pretty much nailed on as the centre-forward role. Now, I think Abamyang started a lot of games during the Christmas period, so he's probably liable to play. But they have a game on the following Wednesday and then on the Saturday again. So there's four games in nine days, I think, Arsenal have. And I, like as, as fit as he is, is he nailed on to start all them? He's definitely not going to be playing nine minutes. You couldn't buy so, so what I was looking at, and it might be a bit shocking for someone like me, but I'm if I am doing a hokey-cokey, it may not be a Bamiang that I'll be going to. It may be another Arsenal option. I might look at Lacazette. He's going to be fresh from the rest in midweek. 9.5 million. He's going to be playing in, as a centre-forward role. Abiyang more likely to be on the on the wing side. He'll be on penalties it. if be Abiyang on, doesn't play. If Abiyang... He's a chance he won't play if he's four games in nine yeah. games. He's, he's had three goals in his last four. He's an XGI of 1.89. He's at 25 penalty area touches, eight attempts, six in the box, one big chance, four chances created. He's actually had two big chances created, which is quite surprising for Lacazette because he didn't really seem like that kind of player. But... He could be someone like... Now, I don't know if I can really afford to do a hokey-cokey in my position, but if I don't go for Kalasnitz... Is it a proper hokey-cokey? Like, would he just be in for that one week and get an Aguero back? I don't know. Like, do you really... I, like, like, I, I thought... you could, like In my situation, it's probably like bring Arsenal players in and keep him, but the underlying statistics of Aguero, I just want them in my team. you have to get so, Aguero back for those games. You have to get him back, so... <clears throat> and were you telling me... Jesus is injured this week. Jesus, we're just after seeing Jesus. He's league. not in the squad for the no. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be in it for the League Cup, but definitely for Champions League. And John Stones is in trouble as well. So I think Kalasnish to Dina is the way to go for me, and it makes sense. I do like but, Lacazette. Yeah, but I think I would definitely just get him in and maybe get yeah. Aguero. And I've seen that Lacazette has returned in something like seventy-one percent of his games, a really high percentage of, of of returns. And considering he hasn't started a lot of games, he's come off the bench and got yeah. returns. And I know he's just he's, he's a little bit more clinical than that. Yeah. Swagger as well. Yeah, but even them little tap-ins, like that last goal he scored, like it was a tap-in, but he was just so and affirmative, right, wasn't he? It was yeah. just like he was just. I don't well, know. Bamiyang has missed those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Bamiyang has missed it, but then he, he's another captain option. But at the moment, I'm on Son, so it's going to be either Son 
Aubameyang or Lacazette as captain are going to have 11 players and at the moment I'd say it's 70% that it's Lucas Dean who I really like but just doesn't suit you my strategy going forward I hate fucking everything and I hate even more that I'm going to have to keep Richarlison in my team probably going to keep him in for another week till I still happen to have a nice fixture and then get in James Ward-Prowse that's what, I, what I'm looking at so over to you Drew very good uh I'll keep this short and sweet because I'm not really paying any attention to game week 27. I think it's going to be a very low scoring week. I don't think people should be tearing up their teams to get in 11 players. Yeah. If you have 8, 9, 10, stick You're with it. fine. Don't worry about it. Everyone's going to have Salah as their captain. That's going to negate any of the kind of huge gains that people are going to make. Yeah. And not... This week, sorry, I'm thinking of 31. Yeah. They won't have Salah as their captain. No, there's so many but captains. Still. But but can I just say that there's going to be... So many people are going to have four, five, six United Liverpool yeah, players. Yeah, that's more what I was, trying, I was to trying to say. So I'm I'm thinking that's why Salah and Pogba look like captain the options on paper, but I think I've so much invested in them two teams that I'm going to look elsewhere. I'm going to look elsewhere as well. I'd be, if I had to pick, I'd be more tempted with Pogba, I think. Just on the eye test, he's just looking more and more impressive with every week. He was uh, great there against oh, Chelsea last night. He was uh, absolutely quality. He's getting the returns. <coughs> I was just going to say, yeah. He yeah. doesn't have a great Hopper, record against Hopper, the yeah. top six. Oh, you mentioned this last time, the top six. No, but he doesn't. Be. And just even being a United fan, I've watched him against United. Like He barely has had a kick in the three games he's played. Now, look. I think so. It's such a small sample. Well, he hasn't got a return, I wouldn't say. And it's such a so- a small sample that those words might come back to haunt me. I say they well could because I I as much as I love Solskjaer, I actually really like United the way they're playing now. But they still look dodgy enough at the back. They look like they can see the goal. No, ah, they could concede the goal. It's just but, I don't. I just don't know. But if Salah will be able to. But deal to, with to be honest, I, I like. <laughs> oh God! But to be honest, when you say Pogba and the eye test. I say Pogba and statistics. Four oh, yeah. goals, one assist the last four games. 4.42 XGI, 17 attempts, 11 in the box, three big chances. I don't know. I, I And like looking at him last night, he was just on fire, wasn't he? Yeah. If you take that PSG game out of the week, who actually, Solskjaer has come out and said that um, he was by far United's best player in that game. And he didn't look very, he didn't look great at all. So it doesn't say much. But just looking on league form and team and form against English clubs, He's, he's the best player in the Premier League at the moment, isn't he, statistically? I always said it. <laughs> I did, yeah. Did you? I've always been a huge Pogba fan. I, I'm like, what the fuck was Mourinho at, if that's the case? I don't know. Leaving him on the bench, paying two, him as a fucking defensive midfielder, pretty two much. Two sides to every story, you know? Nah, fucking What do you think of... Uh, actually, this is. I'm just going to no. spiral into something completely yeah, no, different here. Yeah, i it up here. No, but what do you think of Matt Doherty? Do you think he's going to play... I think uh, Matt Doherty is definitely going to play. People were saying he, he went off injured. I was on WhatsApp saying, oh, my God, it's a disaster. But i seen a few tweets from, like, well-renowned journalists, and he was walking out, and he gave a thumbs up to a right few people. So I think he's just going to be just fine. And Am I, think, I a well-renowned journalist now? I don't know. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. But anyway, it seems like he was given a thumbs up, and he's going to be just fine. I wouldn't Hopefully. be too worried. If he plays, I have 11, and... The only change I'm thinking of making is I have Danny Ings on my bench who's injured. Yeah. Four point eight million in the bank. Yeah. From my transfers last week, which is just burning a hole in my pocket. So I might actually just go Ings to Lacazette as well. I've kind of given you can up. Go Ings to Lacazette. Yeah. I've given up on the 
Aubameyang. Lacazette was a great option. I had planned on bringing in Oba, but just for the reasons you mentioned, you yeah. know, uh, lack is red card. Aubameyang's going to play. In one one other three. thing, just to not sound really biased, is I think the last six game weeks at home, Aubameyang has an XCI plus two of anybody else. He is a better player at home, but just yeah. to, like just a lot of games in in a short period. Just time. mightn't play as many minutes against no, Southampton. No. Like I, 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 Lacazette's more nailed. nailed. Yeah. Now coming back to Doherty, and more importantly, Doherty. Matt Doherty. What do you think of people calling him Doherty? There's no C, there's no K. I right. think they're just fuck off. Or Doherty. And where what? are these lads getting this? <coughs> what do you think about him getting another assist and smashed crossbar again? Yeah, I know. Like, like Raul Jimenez is probably their most attacking player. Doherty's probably the, the second most. You can't be calling them Doherty though. No. It doesn't even make any sense. I just they don't understand him. Sorry, like you know me, I'm very placid. I rarely get angry, yeah. but. Uh, and like, because there is a guy, wasn't there some English dude called Doherty playing for someone? I was like, that's a yeah, he probably had a D O C K E R T Y name. Yeah, he's probably, probably made sense. Yeah, John Doherty. He's probably from London or Northern Ireland or something like that. But it's Matt Doherty, lads. Just fucking deal with it. Exactly. So game week twenty seven. I don't have high hopes. Like I was saying, it's going to be treading water for me. I just don't want to make that's lonely. Any like big losses but I don't really expect to make any massive gains but yeah Son is my current captain I'm between him and Felipe Anderson yeah if I bring in Lacazette he becomes an option so it's between the three of them I'd have to go Lacazette I'm not going to get involved in the Man United Liverpool game as far as captains go yeah even though I don't think Salah or Pogba are, are, are bad options, I just think that everyone's going to have so much invested in them. Just let it's one run. of the few weeks you pro- where you'll probably get away with not captaining Salah. Yeah. If he does bang, you're not yeah. going to be as punished as you usually will be. Can I just say something else? He wouldn't be you can for say me. Say whatever you want, and <coughs> that's why we're here. It wouldn't be for me, but Raul Jimenez, in quite a lot of the podcasts and stuff I've read on Twitter, is like being considered as a bit of a renegade captain. There seems to be quite a bit of popularity in Raul Jimenez. And I'd agree I, with that now, now you, that you've brought it up. You agreed with that and you said, oh, you fancy this fixture for Wolves, but everyone's like, oh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth have actually, are, they're actually quite good defensively at home and they've like, they're like a completely different team at home than they're with. They're really good attacking at home as well. So like, I think I wouldn't be as strong as everyone else. I can see where they're coming from, but it just, it wouldn't be for me. Eddie Howe's going to do as usual. He's going to come out, attack, attack, attack. And uh, Wolves will just lap that up. This is like, you were saying one, this last week. Yeah, it is actually one of the few games that is just made for Wolves. Mm. Like, people see Wolves having a, a good record against the bigger teams. They've drawn with City, they've drawn with United. Yeah. I don't know if they drew with Arsenal. They bet Chelsea. And it's just because they're such a great counter-attacking team and they just don't do well when teams sit back, have 10, 11 men behind the ball and do absolutely nothing. They make no attempt... Like, they've lost to Cardiff. They've struggled against teams like Huddersfield. They look so solid. They look, they've really low fucking statistics. Really good. XGC conceded really, really low. And they always concede a goal. Yeah, but they could just pick off Bournemouth. But they could have lost. Did you see that Bristol City game? No. They, no, no, you're not thinking of the FA Cup games, are you, true? No, I watched uh, United and Chelsea. I thought... I, I, I watch a bit of championship football. I thought they should have lost to Bristol City. Can I just say, I think... No championship football in FPL, buddy. <coughs> I think Bristol City could be playing in the Premiership next season. You heard it here first. More chance than them, Villa. Way more chance. 
So that's uh, game week 27. We'll come back shortly and wrap up the pod. Right, Willie? This one has been dragging on for a long time. So let's uh, wrap it up with our two weekly segments. Our head there, Drew. It's been a while since the last game week, but we got to mention it because we won. Uh, we bet FPL analyst good in our latest head-to-head match. Yeah, um, Very solid account. There was very few differences between our teams, and it was just that I think man, we had my man, had we? That man, the Alpine Zlatan, as we now call him. The, uh, the Alpine Zlatan, or the Austrian... <laughs> the Austrian one? No, he's, he's Alpine because he's from Austria. Yeah, well, you so, don't overthink it. He's Austrian. <laughs> like, I don't even know where you're going with this at this stage. And like, in my head, I'm trying to decide whether to hit the cancel button here or yeah. should we just roll with it? Just roll with it. Yeah, he's the Alpine Zlatan. He's from Austria and he's like that big fucking skillful target man does the unexpected. Good like, man, take penalty. Yeah, there's no better name for him than Alpine Zlatan. Right, and you that. just kind of interjected and we're the like, Austrian the Ashley Austrian. Barnes. No, but you didn't even finish. It's just like, he's the Austrian. He's Austrian, Ashley Barnes. <laughs> I suppose he is. <laughs> but, uh, right, yeah, he's legendary. Do you think he'll ever get a, a senior cap for Austria? I don't know. Nice, wouldn't it? Who did they have? Who's that? Uh, the Varnovich. They have Arnovich. Who's that guy they used to have? He was like an Austrian Yanko. Or... Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> uh, Yanko. Marco yeah, Yanko. Marco Yanko. Well, fuck me. Ashley Barnes way better than him. Isn't he? Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Ashley Barnes won us that head-to-head match. Our record is now 11-4. and four. That's really good. I'm getting prouder and prouder by the week because it is... 100 million budget. 100 million. People are sick of us saying it, but you try picking a team with 100 Look, million. I have 102 million there and I have 3.5 million in the bank. It's fucking mental, isn't it? It's impressive, so it is. Yeah. So keep an eye out. We're back into the full swing of an FPL week. We'll put up the message. Uh, we're getting a lot of volunteers lately, so there Somebody is a bit of a demand it. to play us. People just like 50 People just want the mug. The mug. Yeah. The Renegades mug. Yeah, I don't know. But do keep an eye out. And if you are interested, we'll be more than happy to play any of you. And then moving on to the second weekly segment and... So this is the one. This is this should be our bread and butter. Like we're we're talking about being renegades. Yeah, we should be able to pick a proper renegade captain. So we we're looking be. for differential captain, someone who won't be widely <coughs> captained, but could score big. And Willie the Lemming has a fucking renegade captain here. Yeah. Now just let me explain this to I'll our explain viewers. Explain it and then we'll because I know it's the same four people listen every week and they know this word for word, but like. There will come a week where we'll get someone who's just got lost and accidentally clicked into our podcast. I hope that. And that happens to me sometimes on Spotify. Like, I just go exactly, into random... Yeah. We'll get a random straggler and they'll be like, what is this renegade captain business? Yeah. And if we explain it to them, they might come back. If we might don't... come back. Or they they might be, who are these mad fuckers from Ireland? So, yeah. I think we have already explained it. We're looking for a differential captain, someone who won't be widely captained but might score big and it is just a competition between the three of us on our Twitter page but we are hoping soon it will become a bigger thing than that because we will need to start looking for differential captains if we want to move up in our mini leagues depending on where you are I'm fucked anyway so. yeah I'm doing quite well so I'm just sticking with Salah <laughs> I'm concentrating on next season I've got no interest in these <laughs> yeah. renegade captains like, I I'll just do it just for show just for yeah. appearances Yeah, no, like, I hate this segment but we're like, I love this segment. Yeah, we're just like one that's of those. What happens when you're 50? Yeah, we're one of these married couples 
who are like hate each other are gonna get divorced but we just pretend to be happy yeah. for show we're at a dinner yeah. party with all our friends oh. none of them know that I but thought I, we, we loved and hate each other. I, I, hate this, I hate this segment. <laughs> I fucking love this segment. But go so on. Who is right. your renegade captain? Right. This week, Drew, I'm between I'm between two players. So I'm looking at Philippe Anderson, Fulham at home. I think he passes... Just stop right there. Just do it. Just do it. No, I don't know. I think he, he, passed, he passes the eye test. Fulham looked just atrocious at the back. And you know, more than anything, like... Lamar he's on sh- the left side. He's on the side. So <laughs> Lamar sent him one wing. He was an absolute joke, but... Fucking Cyrus Christie or will Cyrus Christie start? Maybe O'Doyle start. They're just fucking they're just so bad the wing backs at Fulham. And I think Anderson's underlying statistics haven't been world class, but he could just fucking annihilate this Fulham team. But I think I found someone better. Better than Anderson at home to Fulham with the two worst wing backs in the world. Yeah. So I didn't go too far. I'm in the same game, Fulham and West Ham. I've got the man with the right red hair, Ryan Babel. Look, to me, West Ham, they always look likely to concede, don't they? Did they lose to Newport County in the FA Cup? Did Sorry, they? I'm still laughing. What are you laughing? This is like serious shit, so it is. Like, I'm on Ryan Babel. Look, Fulham are good going forward. Babel has an XGI of 2.16 over the last four. 10 penalty area touches. Eight, eight attempts. Seven in the box. Three big chances through for Ryan Babel. We're like, it's not just about goals with Ryan Babel. He's created six chances created, but he's had two big chances created. That's just mental, Drew. He missed from Came a yard. Fulham. He missed from His a yard. And a l- good. What do you mean stats created? They're fucking phenomenal. Yeah. So they are. And can I just say, last and he week, missed from a yard. Last, last week, week we gave him a lot of stick for missing from a yard. But he got into I that. Watched, no, I've watched the back since. It came back at him really quickly. Yeah. And... I can understand how he missed it. Like he didn't have a lot of time to react. Um, I think we we're a little. Bit I would have scored if you see me on Monday night. There would have been no doubt. Bang back of the net. But anyway, everyone's allowed to make a mistake, and I'm going Ryan Babel, Fulham away. West Ham always can see the goal. His underlying statistics are absolutely superb. Very good. Now, like I just said, I absolutely hate this segment, and um, I'm never going to put any effort into it. So I'll take Felipe Anderson. <laughs> You just told me that he's a good lad. Um, so, yeah, I go for him. Yeah, And Kirk isn't here again. But he, he's going to go he's for... Gonna go he's for. Got definitely going to go for uh, the injured Danny Ings against... Uh, and so happen to think they've Arsenal away, have they? That's a tough one. Even for an injured man, that's tough. That's still who's Kirk's going for. 100%. Sure, well, I'd fire it out there on We Thursday. slag him, so we do. Anderson, Babel and Ings. We slag him, but he's absolutely crushing us in this competition. I think he's like in the top 1,000 in the world and he has all his chips. And he's like Captain and Danny Ings and... Uh, I don't know. What's your man Lascal's first name? Well, you should actually put up a picture of his receding hairline, though. <laughs> now we're just getting a bit carried away. Anyway, I think we've rabbited on enough. Uh, we went through all the strategies. Well, we went through some of the main strategies. We covered Game Week 27. and We had a bit of crack along the way. I really enjoyed it. Anything else you want to add before we wrap this baby up? No, just I and know. I've quite enjoyed like having a little bit of a bit of liberty. Like we didn't have to worry about the time limit because, like I said, there's some pods out there doing their chip strategies. They're doing eight nine hours on it because yeah, it's yeah. such a big strategy. minimum. Yeah, such a big uh, subject. Yeah. And so we can do like one hour twenty, and we're like, yeah, I just felt grand. quite relaxed about it all. Usually yeah. I'm on edge. Yeah, do you know, I'm 
off air, like if we ever are on, maybe just start pointing at me yeah. and hitting me. Just, if we are ever on YouTube, shut the fuck up. You know, if we ever uh, make the big leagues and get onto YouTube, like Pana <coughs> FPL, you know, yeah. those boys, them boys there. And can I James just there with no notes just on his phone? Oh, yeah, I just know all this fucking shit. I'm just some kind of fucking genius. He's a good guy, and look, I don't know if you're like being complimentary or condescending. I'd be complimentary. I hope it's complimentary because. <laughs> Planet very is the podcast that I hope we can be like when we grow up. Yeah. When we grow up. At one point. As before we wrap this baby up, I just wanted to say, though, nice guys, great podcast, my favourite podcast. Um, they know their stuff. They they go to a lot of matches. But they're absolute cowards. They're cowards. We, we called them out for a doubles table tennis match. Yeah. Um, I don't play table tennis, do you? No. We could play actual tennis, so I quite like it. We're actually good. We're actually... We're not that we're like really good, but we keep just running around hitting the ball and play all the time. And that and I think what you're trying people. to say is we're equally as bad as each other. Yeah, which we put in a good shift. Yeah, but uh, we were willing to travel to London. I said that we'd uh, play for charity, and James was just having none of it. He just yeah. said, "Ah, we couldn't beat you guys at anything." Blah blah blah. And look, it's a bit of a walkover, but it's a little bit disappointing for one charity, two, two. the FPL community, and three. How much would we love a trip to London? Yeah, so James, if you are one of our four listeners, I don't know if you are, Not um, please do reconsider because we would love to have a doubles table tennis match against yourself and such. Yeah. And and maybe go for an AM in London afterwards. <laughs> Just like turning it <laughs> into a double D. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. So that is a wrap. Episode 14 in the bag. If you did somehow enjoy this, what is wrong with you? But also, uh, thanks so please, much for listening, guys. Yeah, please do follow us on our Twitter page. It's the FPL Renegades podcast. It's at Renegades FPL. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell anyone else. Fucking tell anybody, just any. Yeah. Fucking Look, we've been on this. four listeners for like about 10 weeks now. We'd love to get to five. Even if we got to six, that would be like a 50% increase. It would be life changing, so it would. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, good luck in the next few game weeks. Hopefully all of your chip strategies go to plan. And thanks for listening. So good luck and good night. Cheers, guys. Thanks so much. And that is a wrap. Episode 15 in the bag. We've had to cut this one somewhat short as Willie's lift has arrived. But uh, that enforced end isn't a bad thing as we were getting progressively worse. So if you did enjoy this, please do check us out on our Twitter page. It's the FPL Renegades podcast at Renegades FPL. Um, tell all your friends, tell your work colleagues, tell anyone you think might be interested in FPL. There are plenty of us out there. Uh, we say it every week, but we really do appreciate every last listen, all the feedback, any kind words that we do get. So Please do keep it coming and we will keep the podcasts coming. Um, so all that's left for me to say is best of luck now with tomorrow's games. Hopefully they're a little bit kinder than tonight's. Hopefully the weekend goes a little bit better for everyone as well. And there's a few green arrows in there. So thanks for listening. Good luck and good night.